Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you dealing with, in this current crisis, issues and considerations on how to grow your business, how to grow your school, uh, how to perpetuate your teaching system? Have you been struggling or dealing with the unbelievable and dramatic changes that have necessitated in-classroom delivery to adding online components to your teaching style? Well, today on the program, we'll be talking with Mike Gowans, the founder and CEO of Martial Arts Growth, on just these types and more issues. My name is Mark Serianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life magazine. Mike Gowans is a guy who spent a little time studying as a martial artist, but more significantly became intrigued in what it is that martial artists do in the function and the growth of their business. He has provided, even before the coronavirus, a course and a platform for helping serious martial arts business owners and school owners to solve problems, to maximize their capacity, and to meet the demands and the needs of their students and client base. I enjoyed this conversation. We try always to bring you not only Taekwondo-related material, but material that relates to and is of interest to Taekwondo practitioners, martial artists, and, and Dojang owners. Uh, keep in mind, while we are interviewing Mike about his program, martialartsgrowth.com, the nature of this is to interview somebody that we have viewed as being visible and successful in the industry. This is not a paid commercial. This is not a paid endorsement. This is a feature of Mike and I think you'll find he's an articulate, uh, interesting, and dedicated guy. And I think that at the very least, you should check out his website, martialartsgrowth.com. Okay, so we are talking today with Mike Gowans of MartialArtsGrowth.com, who is coming to us from Andover, Kansas. Mike, how are you? Thanks for talking to us today. Doing good. How are you guys doing? Very good, very good. So thank you so much. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and your company, and then I'll ask you some questions. But first, if you could start out and tell us about uh, who you are and, and what we're talking about today, generally. Yeah, so it's Mike Gallens. Um I'm the CEO and founder of martialartsgrowth.com. And basically what we do is we help martial artists start and grow a business um, pretty much in both ways, online and offline. It's just grow a business, really. We look at it as just that. And I took martial arts as a little guy, and uh, I did it for about four years, and, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> My, uh, my instructor left and moved somewhere, and then we ended up moving, and I was probably like eight or nine, somewhere in there, and I stayed for 
till about 13, 14. And from, you know, from what I gravely remember. And then I, once we moved, I just pretty much, uh, I got distracted with wanting to start my own business and really never thought about it that much other than the fact that I remember just the things that I had learned from martial arts and what it did for me. And a lot of times I didn't realize what it did for me until I needed it or, or, you know, was thinking about different things. And I was like, you know, that's, that's where it came from. And, uh, then I just, I got into business and I started studying online business in 2005 and pretty much just stayed with it ever since and still doing it today. And I did a lot of, worked in a lot of different industries and I was just not really excited about too many of the industries I got into. And then finally I was out at my grandpa's and there was a picture of me and I was doing the splits and I, my mom had taken me to this little off to the wall, little hole in the wall studio and had my picture taken in my karate uniform and I was doing the splits and everything. And I just walked and my grandpa had kept it at his house sitting under his TV in a little eight by 10 frame, you know, and I walked in the house and for whatever reason that day I looked down at it. I was like, you know, I, I never checked on that industry to see, you know, if they had problems that I could fix in the online space, you know, it's primarily what we focus on is online, but you know, online will build the in-person or, you know, offline as well. So I started digging around and uh, found that there was a a pretty big need for learning how to generate new students using the internet and how to create a digital course and digitize uh, different aspects of martial arts. And so that's what I went into and we, you know, we created a a business around it and it's been, it's been really fun. Actually, it's been a lot of fun. Well, that's great. That that, that is great. And I think, you know, you're dealing with a, enthusiastic group. So how long have you been, uh, been doing this with martial artists? Uh, just, just about a year now. I, I just came in, um, about, Oh, I bet it was like September ish. I started to really dive into things and, and look at it that way. But I mean, I've been, what I'm teaching them, I just basically recurated what I do, uh, and made it solely and specific for martial arts business owners or martial arts school owners. And, uh, you know, I've I've operated this same system in just about 50 different industries, and I started seeing a pattern of what caused this system to actually work. And it it didn't matter what industry I was in; uh, it just mattered that you know was there a group of people that had a, a problem that we could solve. And once that uh, was kind of understood, then I I just got into the martial arts industry and. Yeah, just been going like crazy ever since. Well, that's great. I mean, one of the things we've always talked about on this show, uh, particularly with Taekwondo, but it's true, I think, with martial arts in the U.S. across the board, is that, you know, there's been an interesting shift from the champion, high-level martial artists who are immigrants, but not necessarily American-educated, a little bit older, um, not necessarily as computer-savvy, to a next generation. And we've interviewed a lot of these uh, children of martial artists who now are taking over the family uh, business or maybe American educated are amazingly well talented also in the uh, martial arts, but that they tend to have a little bit more of sophistication or uh, understanding of the internet and of business. And I would imagine that for you, those folks make interesting or a good target market for you in terms of the people that, that you're working with? Or am I wrong? Do I have it the opposite? Is it, is it more the folks who really have no understanding of these things at all that, that you come in? Or is it all of those people? 
Well, you know, it's one thing that I strived, um, you know, growing up in the Midwest, uh, it's, it's primarily farming, you know, that really kind of drives the economic little circle I live in here in Kansas. Uh, basically, you know, Andover, Wichita, it's like about 300,000 people. And then you've got these little scattered out little towns like hours away that are, you know, 1,000 to 10,000 people. And, you know, growing up around that, growing up farming and like doing different things like that and getting into all kinds of stuff on my road to being an adult, if you will, uh, you know, I kind of always had this sense that computers were confusing to people and just kind of tough, just where I was. I'm not saying that's a, you know, global thing, of course, but I just was thinking like, you know, there's this internet thing out there. And when I discovered that, um, I remember getting, you know, like my first computer when I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade. And I just was looking at it and playing with it. And then the internet happened and I was like, okay, this is pretty interesting. And I instantly, I kind of grew up with business people in my life. I, I had like my grandpa owned a farm and my grandma owned a, a small kitchen store where she sold like kitchen supplies and coffee. My mom owned a business. My uncle, it was just like, I didn't grow up thinking, Oh, I'm going to go to college. I just grew up thinking, Oh, I'm going to solve problems for people. I'm going to, I'm going to create a thing that a machine that solves from computer come out and I would try to talk to people about it and they no idea what's going on with it. And it just kind of, it was like, that thing's tough. I'm not going to mess with it. And so I was like, I'm going to build some sort of course that takes people click by click, step by step and removes that barrier of entry to anybody. And, you know, we have a lot of clients uh, in our group that, you know, to be honest, our, our, our ideal uh, demographic, if you will, is 40 plus, 50 plus. You know, we've got a lot of guys that are almost 70 and some that are, and they're able to complete this task and they're able to get it done because we just, we take it step by step, click by click, and we kind of take that, that technology barrier away. And the ones that do have the kids that are coming into it, because we do have a few of those too, they, they do great. I mean, you know, they're used to the platform of how, you know, sure. these things operate and it just, it does great, but you know, we haven't had a big tech problem. There's been a few things where just the, the normal, you know, some things that even hang, you know, anybody up. So it's hard to say if it's a tech problem. I think the biggest problem that we are, you know, discovering about people is the way they understand what business is. And it's kind of the, the sense of, you know, these guys are operating a business now for 20, 30 years, and they aren't, they didn't really understand why a business existed. You know, I had talking to a client last night and, you know, he'd been in business for 30 years and I, and I asked him, you know, what, what he thought a business existed for. And he thought, uh, and you know, it's not his fault, if you will, he's been able to stay open, but they kind of stop at a certain point and get to this plateau. And what we noticed is, is they don't think about business as a machine that solves problems. They think about it as something to get them in a higher income bracket or get them to freedom or I, I want to do this thing and I'm passionate about it and I want to do it. And it's in the sense of saying something like this where they, they go, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm passionate about this thing or I'm going to come up with this, this school and I'm going to do this and teach this discipline that I learned. And, you know, I'm going to convince people that it's a good thing to do. And when, I mean, I went through that kind of process myself growing up through business 
And then one day it clicked where I was like, you don't come up with a great idea in the shower and then go out and try to convince people that it's for them or a good thing. What you want to do is you want to go out into the world first and you want to see what problems people have and you want to find a small group of people that have a common problem. And then you want to think to yourself with what I know in martial arts, how can I solve that problem? And then you go back to the lab or the dojo or your office and you go, okay, here's these people, this common, this small common group of people that have this problem. What is it that I know about martial arts? What skill do I have that is going to allow me to solve this problem for them? Because now all I have to do is figure out a solution to it, take it back to that small group of people. And it's like feeding a hungry person. It's really simple. They just take it from you. There's no convincing. You just simply share what it is that you can do for them to get them from their current situation to their desired situation, because that's where everybody's at. Everybody has a current situation and they have this desired situation. And the problem is they don't know how to bridge that gap. So instead of trying to come up with something and convince people, we've been teaching them, you, you find these people that already have a, a problem out there and you fix it. Now it's really easy. You just go back, you display your message to them and you give them a path so that they can come solve their problem. And since we've been doing that, it's really shifted a lot of things. You know, they think about things a lot differently. Well, that's great. That's great. So let's get more into the, um, the meat and potatoes now that we've got the overview. Is this a, uh, you've, I heard you use the term course, but I want it so that we can articulate it. Is this a, a course or is this a software program um, for them to use? Or is it a combination of those things in terms of what the particulars of what it is that you offer? Yeah, so it, you know, I've got it on the website. It's very articulated. I literally break down every single module every single week and what we teach in it and why it's important. We have all that uh, uh, on our website under the course tab. If you just click on it, you can go down the page a little bit and there's a, uh, an accordion style looking thing. And as you click on it, it unfolds and you can see what's going on there. But it's really, uh, to make it simple, it is a online course that is nine weeks long. And in each week, there's several modules. And these modules consist of a video, resources, worksheets, templates. We have everything templated. We have everything set out. We've got all the stuff that they need. So it's all there. And then we just take them through, you know, what it is, why we do it, why it works, how to do it, and, and how to track it and everything like that. There's a uh, big disconnect with business and tracking in the martial arts world. They don't quite know why things are doing what they're doing or, or how to scale them or move them. And it just comes down to not being able to track or know why something is working. And so we, we erase that issue, but it also contains a, we, we do, once somebody gets started, they get live biweekly calls forever. So every Monday and every Tuesday, we do a two-hour live call where it's just Q&A. They can jump on, ask us any questions they have. They can share their screen with us. They can ask anything about the course, about business, all of that. That happens every Monday and Tuesday, and or sorry, Monday and Thursday. And then we have a, a private exclusive group where they can, you know, talk amongst each other, and, you know, because we have people all over the world that do this, and they can get together and talk about their different disciplines and what they're experiencing, talk about the course, share their success, and so they have 24-7 support that way. And then we just we also have support from the company for getting people through any little lags, points that they have while they're going through the course. So, you know, it comes with basically everything, how to create your website. And the website's already templated and built. They just got to put their logo in it and 
their colors and their thing. Then it also comes with a, a five-stage funnel where we teach them how to attract and generate customers. It shows them how to use Facebook to attract and take people in, get quality, high-value traffic to their funnels. And then we teach them uh, how to create a delivery system for those that want to digitize their services. And, you know, the big thing about um, you know, people and thinking with martial arts and digital is, you know, they say, well, I'll put my in-person taught black belts up against your digitally taught black belts and we'll see who wins. And they're just really missing the point. You know, the, the point is, is we're not telling you to digitize your self-defense course, although you could because somebody even watching a self-defense course would have a far shot better chance than somebody that has no clue whatsoever. But sure. I mean, people buy book, people buy books about it, you know, <laughs> um, right, and they right, that's to, a good point. Yeah. And, but, and they're happy about it. If you look at the reviews on the books on Amazon, self-defense books, people are happy with it. And, you know, it leads them, I think, into going in person and, you know, with the way things are, you know, sometimes you can't teach in person for whatever's going on in the environment or whatever's going on in that way. So we also teach them, Hey, you know, there's so many other skills and I've got a list of about 50 different problems that martial arts can solve. And that's one thing that led me to this industry was because the, the opportunity to solve problems or in other words, business, I mean, that's all business. The only reason a business exists is to solve problems, not make money. That's where we get confused. We go into business. We think we're going to make money and business is not designed to make money. Business is designed to solve problems. And when that happens, the byproduct is money and we get that confused sometimes. And so we teach them, you know, there's a lot of, you know, depression, flexibility, confidence. There's just so many different focus, meditation, anxiety relief, all these different things that martial arts can do where there doesn't have to be a physical presence or there doesn't have to be touching of any sort or any kind. And they're starting to really open up and see that. And so we show them how to take the problem of maybe, hey, you know, there's that 19 to 24 year old, they're going to college, they've got a low self-esteem, they're having trouble focusing, they They've tried different things. They don't want to take the chemicals or, you know, any kind of induction like that to fix it. They want to naturally figure it out. And, you know, mindfulness was one of the most amazing things I'd ever discovered in my life. You know, it, it helped me with sure. relationship problems. Uh, it helped me with just personal anxiety, pro anything, right? I could learn to, you know, just calm my mind and, and get back on track. And there's so many things like that, that if you just, would take what it is, these other skill sets that are coupled up with what a martial artist knows in general, just all the different things that they know. They, they don't, they, I think they discredit themselves, if anything, a little bit, and they don't give themselves what the credit they deserve, and, and they don't realize the problems that they could solve. So we really focus on helping them take that type of training, not so much the self-defense, which of course you could, but we teach them how to take those types of skill sets that they, they also have alongside their self-defense and teach them how to create a course that solves those types of problems. And it's something where they have two lifelines now. So if for, for whatever reason, something happens in the environment or the marketplace where they can't have people come in to teach martial arts in the physical sense, they, they don't choke or go belly up. They have this other lifeline coming in, in a digital process that keeps the, keeps the lights on, keeps the things on so that they can, you know, maintain a great, income that way. I mean, we, you know, people, there, there's people making a million dollars a year with teaching that kind of stuff uh, with the process we show. And then there's, you know, this other process of physical in-person activity that they can teach and train with when it 
comes back online or when it becomes capable again. So sure. it's just to help that way. Well, that, that's really interesting. And it seems to me that you, you know, in light of the, the current environment that, you know, at the start of your, at the outset of your, of your mission, when you were really ramping up, you were ahead of the curve because, you know, I think if we spoke to uh, the vast majority of, of martial arts school owners before the coronavirus shut down in so many areas of the country, like where we are, you know, many of them would not have been able to foresee the need to be as flexible in their business, in their approach to business, uh, particularly in the delivery mechanisms of their, of their business as they are now. And it seems that you were really, you know, touching on that even before people were at a point where they were sort of forced to face that reality. Yeah, I think it helped a lot of, um, you know, even outside of the martial arts industry, I think it helped a lot of people realize that, you know, things can change and always will change. And that there's a lot of people that don't have a problem with learning things digitally. And I think one of the biggest hangups that they have is they always concentrate on the physical aspects of martial arts, not realizing that, and I can vouch myself that the greatest benefit and takeaway that I really got from martial arts had nothing to do with kicking and punching. And that physical thing's always going to be there, but why would we ever want to be in a position that we work so hard for something and we become so professional and skilled in something, and then because the environment takes a turn or changes, like it's always going to, and it will again in some, you know, years down the road, whatever it may be, it could be something else. You know, that, why would you let something like that take you so quick, take you out and, and not allow you to continue doing what you love and continue solving the problem that you do. Why would you put yourself in that position when we have something like the internet? And even prior to, to the environment changing, we, we were still seeing people didn't know how to generate students because they were really focused on just older techniques, older um, things that used to work. But now we have things that allow us to track. Now we have things that allow us to target and retarget and automate and create a more efficient business model so that you can have something running. You, it can be predictable now because we can calculate both sides. We know when somebody clicks, we know when somebody watches, we know when somebody visits, we know how much that costs. And we know now how to make it do that without us having to be there in the flesh because I can record myself and it can play forever and ever and always. And so just like anything that we're doing, if we would, look at it in the sense of all a business does, all a business is designed to do is solve problems. And if the people that we're trying to solve the problem for, if a good majority of their attention is on digital, why would we not be there to be where they are? And why would we not want to use this technology that allows us to basically be in a million different places concurrently at once that are organic or physical bodies can't be, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with using that stuff and it doesn't hurt anybody. And frankly, you know, if I can change somebody's lives that lives in, you know, Cambodia and they can't go to a martial arts school because there isn't one close or they have no clue where to get there and they're excited about it. They learned it, seen it on something, whatever. And they want to, you know, get involved with it and, using a course or something like that. Yeah. I just don't know what's wrong with helping them get closer to their journey by something that I can share with them and help them with. And that's where I really see, you know, there needs to be more of a focus on that because I don't really complain about how I can help people. 
I just want to help them. So if my environment says, well, the only way you can help them right now is through this means, then that's the most important thing to me is making sure that I'm using what's capable and what's able to allow me to help them. And so sometimes we can, you know, we can just get confused about what's going on and we forget that the only reason a business exists is to, is to help people solve a problem. And the only reason people give you their time and money is to solve a problem. There's no other reason. You know, there's, they, unless you win a lottery or you inherit the money or you stole the money, there's no other way to get the money unless you're solving somebody's problem. That's the only reason people get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you look at your own patterns, if you look at anything that, you know, it, we do, we are always in this current state and we want to be in this desired state but we don't know how to cross that gap. And so we find people that do and we give them our value for theirs. And really that's all it is. And sometimes it's really, it's such a simple thing, but a lot of people misperceive the, the real meaning of it. And they go into business thinking, well, I want to make money doing what I love. That's great. But if you don't focus on the purpose of a business, it won't act like a business and it won't create that bike product that you're, that you're wanting which is the money. So we really spend a lot of time helping our, our students to really discover what it is that they are passionate about within martial arts, what skills they really do have that can solve problems that really do exist. And we have them focus on finding a small niche, a small group of people. And it's so easy to figure out because you can go to Facebook groups, you can go to LinkedIn groups, you can go on YouTube, you can act like you're your ideal customer or your potential student, and you can go on and you can search what you would search if you had this specific problem that you think that you can solve. And so, you know, we teach them, hey, write down all the things that you're really good at within martial arts and write down all the problems that you believe that you could solve with what you know as a martial artist. And once you do that, now I want you to circle everything on that list or highlight everything on that list that doesn't involve physical activity. And it doesn't matter if it does, because if you can drive people to a digital course and sell it, it's no different than driving them to the front door of your place and having them come in. But you write down and you figure out, okay, well, I know I can teach in person. I'm doing that. And the same process that I would do to get people to buy a digital course is the same process I'd get people to buy my in-person training. So let's just set the in-person thing to the side and instead let's focus here on having a lifeline that lives and dies without needing the environment to uh, decide whether or not it can be delivered to the to the end user and i have them pick out a, a skill set maybe it's you know they're really good with helping people overcome anxiety or helping them focus or you know balance or different moves that help them maintain flexibility and stability and and so they pick that and then I say, now let's go out into the world where people can comment, talk about their problems, like I said, Facebook, YouTube, and let's pretend we're our customer. And let's search in Google, like we're our customer, searching for a solution to our problem. You know, how do I, how do I stop thinking so much? Or how do I get rid of this anxiety? Or how do I get more flexibility? And when those things come up, that those search results, let's type it into YouTube as well. And let's go down in the comments and let's, let's actually listen to the marketplace and see, are they talking, are you seeing a common pattern or a, a common occurrence of people saying, well, you know, I, I tried this, but it didn't work. I just wish it would have done this. And I'm, you know, I, I, I'm having these troubles so that we can dial in our messaging 
so when we go out there to attract our customers to our offer, we can know how to speak to them. It's almost like you would want to know how that you could basically write a day in that person's diary and they could come find that diary a week or two later and be like, man, I don't remember writing that, but you know, that that's exactly how I feel. And man, I just wish I could get it fixed. And if you can speak to them in that way, now they can hear you. If, you know, when people don't have a, a problem that you're trying to approach them on, they, they, it's, it's, it's an ad, they don't want it. Or, you know, they, it, they, it's almost like they have a banner blindness to it or they, or just an advertising blindness to it. But if somebody has a problem and they're trying to solve it, any inkling of that messaging that would be in the, uh, you know, circle of maybe possibly solving it, they're going to tune into it. Now, if it can really lay it down where it says, Hey, if you're dealing with this and this is how you feel, and this is what's going on, then I've got a process for you. And so we teach them to fill in this little formula called I help blank to blank by blank, or I help X to Y by Z, or I help niche to solve this problem by this process. And when you do that and you present that, you know, I help martial artists to start and grow a business with our nine week online you know, platform, or, you know, I help martial artists to generate inbound students and generate more students by doing less with a systematic approach that can work without them. They either raise their eyebrows when they hear that, or they don't. If they don't raise their eyebrows, I got to fix my message. If they do raise their eyebrows, all right, great. Now let's, let's put that out there. And, you know, there's three phases. You attract them, then you convert them, and then you deliver your training. And really, we're having troubles in all those areas in the martial arts world, just like in a lot of industries. The training delivery changed quite quickly when coronavirus came around. Now they're like, well, even if I was attracting them and converting them, now I don't know how to deliver my training. And if I can't deliver the solution, they're not going to exchange value with me. Some of them have trouble attracting them because they're handing out flyers. They're walking around town sure. with their students. And, and, you know, it's just so th we just go in and fix that stuff. That's great. So let me ask you a couple of, couple of questions on the, on the program. I see the, um, the, the length of the course. But to some degree, because these guys are small business people with changing things going on, they have the ability to do it at their own, at their own pace, right, during their own time. It isn't a specific, uh, like a college course that is every Monday at, at 8 o'clock. I know you said for the call-ins, but for the course itself, do they have flexibility in terms of when they can actually take the course for themselves? Yeah, sure. So when they get started, you know, they, they can, the course is there. And you know, we're constantly iterating it and innovating it. And, you know, the really neat thing is we have that online call that happens twice a week forever. And then we have that Facebook group, the private group that they can uh, get in there and, and talk about their problems. So it really helps us to constantly innovate and make the course better so that it's, you know, really streamlined. It, it takes the least amount of time as possible to, for them to actually get the information that they need, but they can jump in right when they start and, it's there, you know, it's, there's in each week, like I said, there's roughly three to five modules and each module is roughly about an hour to two hours. Some of them are three hours long, but it comes, we have it in an MP3. It's in a video format. We transcribe it and they have all their resources right there. All the stuff that they would, there's nothing that they need to bring to it other than their ability to solve problems from there. 
they can take it as they need to. And, you know, they can finish, you know, they can get through it as quick or as slow as they want to. They can, you know, go back and listen to it over and over again. And as they reach points where they need some help or assistance, they've got three points of support 24 seven on some, most cases, uh, you know, except for the live calls happen, you know, every Monday and Thursday. So. Sure. That's great. That's great. In the interest of time, I'm going to wind down with a couple of questions. So is there an ideal sweet spot for you in terms of the size of the dojang, the, the school owner? Is it somebody who is school owner who has, you know, under 50 students, who has over 500 students, or is there something there for everybody? You know, it's really just set up for, for everybody. You know, typically you need to have the ability to you know, be able to do some, some advertising, you know, you need to be able to spend, let's just say, you know, and you can work your way up to it, but in general, you know, you want to be spending anywhere from, for most schools, I mean, they can get away with, I mean, believe it or not, like on Facebook, if you know what you're doing and we show you our Facebook part of the course is almost 22 hours long. Like we know every nook and cranny of that thing. We've taken it apart and put it back together, if you will. And we have, um, like, we know every specific point and piece of how Facebook operates to the degree in which we, Facebook lets us, right? So we, we know the thresholds of, you know, when should you turn up the ads? When should you shut them off? How do you know if they're working? How do you know where to put them? All that stuff, how to create the ad, what the ads look like. We even have pre-templated everything. Uh, and we teach them how to do that stuff. And so, you know, they need to be able to spend, I've got schools that they'll spend 20 bucks a day on Facebook and they're very happy with uh, the amount of students they have. They don't want any more. They're really good with that. And then, you know, we've got people that spend a thousand bucks a day. So it, it's from all places there, but you need to be able to at least play the game, right? You need to be able to, um, you know, if you need to get get something for your business, like uh, maybe a piece of software, you know, you need to be able to handle a little bit of uh, monthly, you know, right now, uh, outside of advertising, if they need to be able to afford about, about 150 bucks a month, because you've got your platform that has your funnel, which generates your leads and, you know, tracks everything. It does your retargeting so that when they visit your website or when they see you on Facebook, that you can follow them around and remarket them with your ads so that you can keep keep top of mind of those people until they're ready to make a decision because people need a lot of times seven to 10 exposures to something before they finally make a decision. And so, and it helps a lot with follow-up instead of having their black belt instructors on the phone and become salespeople when they're not teaching a class, which nobody wants to do. We, you know, we even give them the script on how to sell people. And honestly, our script, when people do it, most people average about 30 to 40% conversion rate. And that's, that's almost practically, crazy. I mean, to knock down four out of 10, that's pretty good. And, and it's very simple. So again, we give them everything, but it doesn't matter the size, you know, it's, it's, are you going, are you, is this something you want to do? Do you want to build your business? Do you want to serve more people? And do you want to do it in a way that it's efficient and systemized so that you also have the ability to walk away and know, Hey, my school is going to continue to grow. And we even in our course, we train them how to hire somebody to come in and act like work as a, you know, W2, not, not a 1099, or they could, but we teach them how to hire somebody. We give them a funnel to hire people and we, and get people that can come in and then use this system. We teach them how to create so that they're not, you know, 
basically buying agencies and doing all this stuff because when you do that, you lose power. You, 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 you don't know what's going on and you can't control it and it's very clunky and it, it, it's just not the way you do business. You know, Jeff Bezos and, and you know, Mark Zuckerberg, you can be sure that those guys know what's going on in that business and they may not do the part that they're doing, but they have people in-house that are doing their marketing and advertising. They have people in-house that have mastered what needs to be mastered in order for them to grow. And so that's what we do. We teach you how to get that, how to grow that business. And then we use, the, you, they can use our training to train their employees and their employees can get on there and get on the weekly calls. And so we've really thought through that process. We continue to think through that process. We're very, you know, innovational on that way, but any size, you know, we've got, I mean, we've got some schools that do several million a year. Um, you know, we've got like, for instance, you know, like Master Clark, uh, a lot of people know who he is. Um, he's got quite a few schools, you know, he's 20 plus schools and they have a great job with it. And we've got people that are damn near teaching out of their uh, gym uh, at home, you know, their, their garage or their, sure. you know, the, so we, it, and we've helped everybody because it's not about size here. It's about understanding the process and system that allows you to either maintain, grow, or take it to the moon, you know? Well, let me uh, ask you in, in sort of in winding down for those that are interested in finding out more, finding out more about your, your, your course and, and what it is you have to offer and uh, is the best place for them to go from this interview to your website, martial arts, growth.com or is there a social media what 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 is the best place for them to find out more and take the initial step to make contact with you um, about learning more about how their your program can help them specifically yeah just martialartsgrowth.com and when they get there uh, they there's a button right away and they can you know click and there's a we've got, I've got a little video that I put together that explains in more detail than you know today what we talked about but we have that there that they can go check out and they'll get, you know, here's how we do it. You, you go to the website. If you like what you see at the website and you want to learn more, you can go to the, you click the button and you can go watch this video. It's a free video to watch. And if you like what you see there, then you can fill out a short survey and that survey just lets us know if, if you qualify to be a part of our program. And if, you know, we're going to work right together because, you know, if we if you're in a position where we can't help you, there's no sense in us trying to take your money and help you. Right. So we have them fill out a survey, kind of let us know what their problems are, where they're at, what's going on in their life. So that when we get on this, we have a short call that we do with them, a little short discovery call where they can ask us questions. And, you know, people, whether they sign up or not, they, they walk away from that call knowing that there is a possibility for them to go further. We give them all the different types of things. You know, if people found value in this uh, interview today, they'll love that call because we, we help them through. We, there's so many people that go on that call and they go, this was some of the greatest information I've ever received in my 30 years of doing business uh, in the martial arts arena, because we're ultimately here to help them. I mean, this is what we're going to do for at least the rest of my life. I, I love, I love helping people in this way. And so, yeah, just the website. I think they can learn a lot there. Um, you know, we've got a YouTube channel, but I'd say just the website, you know. That's great. Well, well, Mike uh, Gowans of uh, martialartsgrowth.com, I was intrigued. I'm always looking for information that I can provide our listeners with 
uh, on things that will be of benefit to them in their the operation of their business and in the practice of their art. And uh, I know that we've just touched the surface today, but I really appreciate you you spending time with us and outlining the program. And I thank you very much for you know for coming on. Is there anything you want to leave uh, our listeners with in in closing out the episode? Well, I, you know, I just want to thank you a lot for uh, giving me the chance to speak with you today. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the people that are listening to this. And and if I were to leave them with anything, uh, my thing is is make sure that you think about what problem can I solve for people with the skill sets that I have, and how can I take what it is that I know not just in the physical sense, but also just what I know to help people with. What can I do to to take those skill sets and find problems that already exist in the world and use those skill sets to solve those problems? And and really just remember that a business's job is to solve problems, not make money. But when a business does solve problems, the byproduct is money. And so when you focus on what a business is supposed to do, your business will work much better. So help people get from where they are to where they want to be using your martial arts and just that little bit of information alone and focusing on that will help them tremendously. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I deeply appreciate you and I deeply appreciate all the listeners and, and just this industry in general. And I hope, you know, everybody's getting through everything. Okay. And, and I'd love to, to help or speak to, or get to know any of it, anybody. Great. Thanks, Mike. We really appreciate it. And we'll be posting your links in our show notes and we'll talk with you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.